It's not the same. I mean, when you put it like Jason that. Jason tap dancing around the man in a wheelchair. Yeah. When you put it like that, it doesn't sound too good. Keith from Rick. Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander, and Matt Trepo. Hello, gentlemen. I f- Hi, buddy. First, I, I feel like I haven't saw y'all in... I was going to say, I feel like it's been a long two weeks since was we podcast. Was it the know. New Year's Eve gig at Skinny James? It was. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, I will tell you, uh, Matt, first off, you missed a very nice dinner over here the night before New Year's Eve. Oh, nice. That was when we did the uh, when we did the sirloin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jason dude. Jason and Grant came up. Fantastic. Okay, so I was telling Melissa yesterday, this is a big problem that I feel like we have with podcast is like, we'll get together and podcast every two weeks, and then I can only usually recall like About the previous week. week, yeah, and then that week before that's usually lost in the ether, yeah. Somewhere. So I was trying to like backtrack and th- you know we did our last podcast at Skinny J's. Mm-hmm. That's fun, different atmosphere. Not not a not an environment conducive to podcasting. No, no, not not all the time. Definitely for sure. But anyways, we uh we had a hell of a good dinner over here that night. Me and Jason and Grant, we sat down and hung out. Then we ended up watching Shakira and Christina Aguilera videos. Dude, we pulled yeah. up all those like nineties uh, videos. Oh yeah, they're yeah. still cool. Still cool. Like, oh, Genie yeah. in a bottle. We watched that. I like it. Yep. Uh, then it was the next morning. That we went over there to Matt's house for breakfast. Sure was. After that. That was New Year's Eve. We had a New Year's Eve morning breakfast over at Matt's. We showed up over there at like 7. Yeah. Got over there. Matt cooked us a bunch of damn bacon and biscuits and muscadine jelly. I had a waffle. And he had a waffle. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah, me and Jason, Matt and Stacy, we all hung out there, saw the animals. It was kind of fun. It was kind of like... Going to a little, like a petting zoo. It is. Type it's just, I had a little musical called. breakthrough. Had, had, a, had a musical breakthrough uh, with with the mandolin. But hold on. We, oh, <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was thinking about that. the animals. We was out there and we was walking around. Because now this is the first time that we'd been over to Matt and Stacy's new house that yep. they got. And uh, we was out there walking around the yard. You know, they've got all these horses and donkeys and it's pretty Co- much like the Yellowstone Ranch. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's what their problem is. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bitty it's a little baby. Couple dogs running around there. And I was thinking while we was out there, Matt's yard out there, identical to my backyard, in that there is an astonishing amount of dog shit oh, out yeah. there. So like, you know, we're walking around and I mean, like, I could just Jason, before we started <laughs> podcasting earlier, I was telling you about how I can sense your tension sometimes. Yeah. I can sense Jason's <laughs> out there that day. Like, he was on an extra level of awareness, oh, fucking yeah. ears peeled back, oh, and just... 
like a minefield. Dog shit. And I got to thinking, I had, you know, how your thing with, you always talk about Eric Cup. He's like, you know, hey, God loved the guy. If I was blah, 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 broke down on the side of the road, he'd be there. Okay. Let's say, Jason, you step in a big old pile of dog shit somewhere. Oh, how man. fast does Eric Cup get there with you a clean pair of shoes? Oh, uh, good question. If we were, let's just take it back, say hypothetically, we were at Matt's having breakfast. Yep. We went outside, so by this time it's 8 or 8.30. Um, if I had stepped in shit bad enough to where I needed new shoes, <laughs> he would have been there in 30 minutes. Yeah. I feel... I, I, I feel and I that's feel with like him stopping at Walmart and getting me a pair of winner's choice, size 11s. Yeah. Or, I mean, or even faster, probably just stopping by your house and being like, Tina, look. No, I, no, I know shoes. Eric. Eric oh, would have oh, been, yeah. like, been like, I've got an extra set of hey dudes I'll bring you. <laughs> Or no, what was the you know what uh, else he would have had in his you know what else he would have had in his truck besides shoes? Probably a cooler full of cold beer. I bet he would. Yeah, I bet he would to console to. uh, Yep, is that the word? Yep, console you in your sorrow, which I did. I stepped in a huge pile of dog shit out here the other the other night, and I felt I felt you. I just yeah. ended up leaving my shoes outside on the back porch. Dude, it's a stank like no other. Yeah, I ended up. It was it was my work shoes, too. Yeah. Which I normally, in, in 99% of the time, I'm wearing my boots. So it just doesn't matter. I just step in shit all the time anyways. So, yeah, I like, when I'm out in that yard, I'll look on the ground where I'm walking. Like, But if I can't catch it within the second that I'm walking... I'll just step in it and wipe it off. Well, by God, we was out there and we were talking about this and looked over there and Lady is laying a huge log. Yeah. But she don't just shit in one spot. She'll shit here just a little and she'll go about three foot and then shit a little bit more and go about yeah. three foot. So it's like a fucking and what's Vietnamese crazy, landmine yeah. field out there. And what's crazy <laughs> is like you would think that bloodhound we've got, the puppy, you would think she would be the one that does all this. No, she goes all the way to the corner. She doesn't want people to see her shit. She doesn't want the shit to be out in the yard. She wants it, like, up against something. Man, I get that girl. I like, then, I like that. And then, lady, she's just so old, man. She used to be like that. She's like, fuck it. I'm shit right does, here. Dude, like, she'll get, as soon as she gets to grass, she'll just pee. And then, like, she'll go two, three, four, five. Maybe even 10 steps, and she's like, ah, okay, I'm going to think I'm going to shit right here. Lady's a big old white boxer. Yeah, she's huge, and she's 13, and which a uh, life expectancy of a boxer is 10 to 12. So, And she's as still happy tell, as hell to see you. Yeah, man, dude, she's still just a uh, – she's trucking on. We know, we know we're probably within months instead of years, but, hey, man, she's lived our best life, and now we're just treating her to – Treating her to whatever she wants. If she pisses on the floor, we're she's like, earned the right to shit know. anywhere she wants. So, yeah, we did. We did have a pretty, uh, pretty big day that day. That morning, went over there, and then we started just like any other time. We had plans on like, all right, we're gonna sit down and play a few tunes. Well, we really didn't. We sat down and dicked around a little bit. I yeah. talked Matt into busting out this mandolin that he bought back. I don't know, over a year ago. Yeah, I, I bought it for Stacy and. Uh, you know, it's kind of been hers, and I've kind of just been, you know, letting letting it sit over there. You know, I don't want to kind of steal her 
glory, right. you know. She bought it, and I didn't want to just be like, I wanted to wait for her to bring it to me. Sure. And you had mentioned something about it, and she just got up and disappeared. I don't know where she went. Or no, she asked me. She said, hey, where's that mandolin? I said, I think it's in my truck from when we moved. There was some final stuff. It ended up in my truck. Anyway, she brought her out up to me, and I was like, okay. And so, I got to say, I was impressed. Matt, I know you're a talented guy. I tell people all the time, you can play anything with strings on her that you can beat. But Matt learned, like, several chords on the mandolin just that day. Yeah, and man, enough to play a few songs. Quick. Such a cool little layer yeah, to what does. we do. It really does. That's man. badass. So, anyways, it went from a matter of you busting that out that morning after breakfast, and then that night we played at Skinny J's for New Year's Eve. You brought it up there, and I don't know. You got it out on what three songs or something? Yeah, what? yeah, right yeah. I got it out on three tunes. Um. Dude, very nice. Uh, I enjoyed uh, Down Home Girl. That was probably the best show. Gin and Juice, really liked that. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was great. We had planned that one from the get-go. We had planned the whole, you know, Mm. the whole thing We'd mapped out a couple of tunes. Yeah, for Um, sure. And then, so we played this gig at Skinny J's, and that turned out to be like a standing room only type ordeal. There was a shitload of people. As packed as I've ever seen it. There was a bunch of people. There was a bunch of people. It was nice. Hell, people were into what was going on. People were having a good time. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess you got the the last couple of years, people haven't really been getting out a whole lot. So maybe this was like the year that like... The year of 2023 is going to be our going out year. Well, let's get out there. Yeah. Which we've been hitting the bars back since 21, so we know they're they're there. Everybody, and you need to come back out. Then after our gig, there ended up being a wedding at Skinny oh, J's. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about that. I got it. Right. Yeah, me too. Dude. That was the first for us. I was in a haze by 1230, man. Yeah. I was over it. It was. It, it friend, had got uh, pretty skunky in there. Sheena man. and Shane, they, they got married, and they wasn't wanting to have any kind of big fancy wedding or anything. Well, they didn't. Melissa, a long time ago, like, done the whole online getting ordained thing and got, like, a number and all that shit. So, I mean, she can marry folks and all that. I think she's done two. Yeah. Uh, The first couple that she married, I believe they're divorced now. Yeah. So then she was, you know, like, oh, for one. Yeah. Well, maybe this one will stick, man. But then she married a, a Christian and his lady. Oh, yeah. So the, now we're yeah. one and one. So now we're two and one Dude, so far. Okay. So the funniest thing that happened at that wedding, so fucking funny. And I guess it was just the timing and everything. But so uh, Shane, I guess that's Sheena's husband. Mm-hmm. Shane, yeah. He was, he had talked about previously, he had talked to, he had gotten drunk up there or, you know, we'll just catch a buzz up there one night with Terry. And they had talked about how Terry was going to be his best man. Oh! <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. All right. Yes. So, so then, I love that freaking guy. By I the do, way. too. Terry's the greatest. He loves us. He, Cowboy he, Terry. Cowboy Terry. Easygoing guy. Hey, Easygoing guy. And if you ever say something to him like, you ain't no cowboy or nothing like that, he'll punch you square in the fucking dick. Yeah. Because he's a cowboy, damn it. Yes, he is. And uh, anyways, he... Uh, well, he he was there that night, 
And he had a cowboy hat on, and he had his blazer on. I mean, he's looking good for the wedding. So he's he's best man. He's going out all night. Well, Max Bishop shows up, too. Everybody's, you know, all here. And the wedding ceremony starts, and Terry's standing And it's right on the stage, beside. on the little, yes. well, what the, what the stage is there at Skinny J's, Paragould, that little area, they just kind of perform the thing up there because yeah. the microphones is already up there. Yeah, so Go ahead. I'm well so, do it there. No, the no, yeah, set that scene because <laughs> it was perfect. I mean, they were they were just off the stage. Melissa was on the stage kind of looking down at them. And if we'd have taken a picture, it would have just been Sheena, Shane, and Terry. Terry. <laughs> and Max leans up and he goes, hey. He said, what the fuck's Terry doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's the way he said it. Yeah. It was so funny. I lost it. Well, I mean, because it was a serious inquiry, not yes. a joke. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he was really like, how the fuck does he know Terry? What the fuck is it Terry just, doing up there? I loved how the whole thing worked out because it was already like, to begin with, kind of a strange situation of like, oh, <laughs> New Year's. The new year came in. Everybody's been wilding out up there. And then now, like, all we right. actually we have a wedding. We're going to need y'all to calm down for a second because we're going to have a wedding up here. Yeah. And, th- dude, I brought in the, uh, I cross my heart in promise. And they walked They walked down there. I was, Obviously, I wasn't playing and singing. I was playing shit from my phone over, over our the, yeah, sound the system up there. Yeah. And... Dude, I was kind of surprised by how nicely that worked out. Like, they all walked up there, Terry's in his blazer jacket and all that. <laughs> you have officially entered the sound man game. Dude, Dude it's, yeah. it's and nice. What's funny is it happened at the wedding, too, that it, it, it happened once before we did a wedding. He had played the music, like, perfect. And I looked over, and I was like, and all I got was this wink back. He's like, like, he knew. He, he knew he fucking oh. nailed it. Well, then at Skinny J's, he does it again. He just fades it out, like just. Oh yeah, and there was a I slow looked. fade out when they got up there, and Melissa got on the bike and was a bit. It's just a fade out. Yeah, and, and I looked over at him, and it was like as soon as our eyes met, he was like, "Cha!" Hit me that wink. And I, was I like, learned. I, knew it. I learned from the best. I, I watched Jason it do great. it at my stepson's wedding out <laughs> it was there. Good. Dude, that was so damn funny, man. That day, because Jason had like a laptop out there in the backyard, oh, nice. and he was sitting at one of the chairs out there, and it was like they did the thing, and then the music just kind of started, and they, uh, yeah. Jason gave me the old, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it was it was perfect, the but, old nod with the wink, kind of. Oh yeah, uh-huh. they did the whole, you know, you now pronounce you blah and blah, kiss the bride, and I just. Bam! Hit them full <laughs> volume with Into the Mystic, yes. Van Morrison. And it was great because there was so many people there at Skinny J's, but like when this little wedding thing started going on, it was kind of magical how everybody just like knew what to do. There's like, well, we are mem- we are guests at a wedding now. Yep. Meanwhile, the cooks are back there going, damn, people, wrap this shit up. I'm ready to go home. I've been here since 11 o'clock this morning. Are these motherfuckers really having a wedding? Yeah. I can just see the dude back there washing dishes, but son of a bitch pulling his little washer wander. <laughs> but uh, Jeremy Cox showed up. That's that right. Sure did. To uh, Skinny J's. And uh, 
Hi, JC. And Melissa was telling me, oh, she was Christ. like, oh, she said, I think Jeremy like got a video of the whole thing. We was talking about that. We need to see that He video. was up on the stairs videoing. Oh, yes, because I saw him up there, and nice. I went up there and stood with him. So he was up on the stairs kind of nice. filming down. Oh, I bet that's yeah. a nice little. Uh, oh, I bet it's got, I mean, the perfect three. It was kind of like Shane was in the middle. And Terry was on the right, and Sheena was on the left, and Melissa was in the middle, too. Well, and somebody good. like Jeremy's not going to do, like, a half-assed job. No, with he's that an artist. Probably. Yeah, he, he, can, he is an artist. He's he can make f- something look good and all that. But, dude, that was that was an interesting thing. And, like, on the way home that night, obviously, Melissa driving us home, and I was telling her, <laughs> I was like, hey, Somebody is fucking out there. Are they? Oh my god! It's oh. A- <laughs> oh my god! I told it's you there's somebody wife. here. It's my wife. It's Stacy. You better go She's check right on outside her. the door. She's she, like, you can come in. And we do. We got pizza in there. And the come here. We have a. We have. I a saw guest. feet. What's up, Stacy? Um. We so, are. New Year's Day, I pretty much laid around and didn't do a damn thing, really. That that was pretty much the tone. Well, Tina, Day. Tina had the bright idea to have a big family lunch on New Year's at our house. Oh, did y'all have all the stuff? She made a ham. She made some uh, black-eyed peas, some collard greens, and her dad came over and Robin and the kids were there. Yeah. And I was just wanting to fucking sit around in my PJs and not do shit, you know. And uh, Tom ended up coming over and eating with us. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we just had a little little family New Year's lunch. Oh, well, kind thanks, of a new tradition. Thanks for the invitation. I appreciate nice. it. Glad well, Tom yeah. got to come. Well, yeah. yeah, in hindsight, that was an oversight on my part. I apologize. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have came anyway, Jason, yeah. to be honest with you, because it was, it was one of those days I was where... I lived there, and I didn't want to be there. So I love my family, but... Well, see, like the whole thing is yes. take a vacation down Ranch Road. Huh? That's right. <laughs> is you know we weren't planning on playing any music at Skinny J's or anywhere no, on New Year's Eve, anyways. Happened. And if it would have been anybody but Skinny J's, yeah, we probably would not have done it. But I think they called us in the clutch in the last minute. Is like, man, we need somebody. Oh yeah, and they did yeah. the same thing to uh, me and Jason last year on New Year's Eve. But man, I've developed like a pretty big respect for the whole just staying at home, hanging out on New Year's Eve, eating something cool and just chilling. Oh yeah. Used to go yeah. and do all the partying and shit. It reminded me of some uh it was like New Year's Eve coming into 2010 or 2011 or yeah. something like that. Seth Overton threw a giant party at the Atkins Hall downtown, oh, which yeah. I guess yeah. is the crossing now. Yeah, the crossing. Right. Used well, to it, be a, it was the Atkins, Atkins Hall yeah. or whatever. It used to be Old Belks. Yes. And we went to – it was a huge party. It was uh, Irish Red back when they were all playing together. Oh, fantastic. Chris nice. and Matt and all yeah. them. And this – it was like an event. Like it was a ticketed – like they sold a shitload of tickets and it was a thing. And uh, Melissa and I, and then our friends, uh, Sarah and Garrett, that were married at the time, they're not anymore, but 
anyways, we went with them. We used to go run around with them all the time. And, dude, that night, <laughs> I think the, the people that we were with, that dude and his wife, they ended up getting into it or something. Oh, no. Like, they ended up getting into it pretty hardcore that night. Because, <laughs> it happens. Well, yeah. now, here's the thing. Yeah, we uh, we, we did. say, oh, no. <laughs> we did, like, you know, the responsible thing that night is, like, because we used to hang out at their house all the time, and we was over there at their house. Yeah. And we was getting ready to go to this party, and we called the cab, the Paragould cab. Yeah. We used to call the Paragould cab all the time. Dude, he rolls We'd around now. He's in an F-150. This Funny you said that. On my camera roll, and I will show you right now from just a couple of days ago. He's got a I pulled up behind this guy at the stoplight, and I took a picture. It's the new Paragould cab, and he's in a Ford Edge. Ooh, and I oh took my. a picture because it's got the number on the back. Dang, well, nice, dude, this you're promoting. This was um, I didn't post it. This is for me. Well, yeah, in case I ever need it. Yeah. This was like a. Uh, I don't think it was like the actual Paragold Cab Company. There used to be a little business here in town. It was called like Roadrunner Cab Service or yeah. something. And it was this old man, and his name was Don. Yeah, and we Don. called him Don Don. He was a real skinny old man, and he wore like. These he little like the fuck kind of, out of them cigarettes. Yes, God. they were the little Derringer cigars. Hell yeah, like the little they're like a, a sixty two cents a pack. Boy, they or something stink. Yes, <laughs> well, dude, back in these days when me and Melissa first started dating, you know, we hung out with Sarah and Garrett all the time. We was all the time going out to the bar. Dude, the landmark was a huge thing back then. Yeah, we we'd go up there and we'd always start off Friday evening. I'd go over to Sarah and Garrett's, do some pregame in there. We'd call up Don Don. Oh, you know, like Don we had his damn number. We'd call him up. And, you know, usually he would bring, like, a nice, like, a an old, like, Mercury Marquee, like a long car yeah, yeah. or whatever. But yeah. if we had other people over there, if there was, like, six or seven of us, we'd, like, Don Don, bring the van. Hello. Oh, and he would come yeah. in a minivan. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so bring that New van, Year's Don Eve, Don. it was, like, <laughs> oh, 09, 10, 11, somewhere around there. I think it was 2010. We had Don Don come pick us up, and he took us all up there, and, you know, we hung out and partied and shit, and it was, you know, probably like an hour before midnight or something, you know, this couple we was with, they got into it, like hardcore or whatever, and then he just disappeared. We had no idea where he was at or whatever, and then we just assumed, it was like, okay, I bet he called up Don Don and... Got him. A he ride. got him a ride back. He to called the house. up Don Don and got gone gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Didn't I like that? <laughs> but so we did, we had no idea. So anyways, we just assumed that's what had happened with him. So then later on, you know, after midnight, it's like one o'clock, whatever. Well, me and Melissa and her friend Sarah, we call up Don Don. It's like Don, we're ready to go home. You know. And he gets up there, and he pull he's pulling in there along the street, and we see Garrett sitting there in the passenger side with him in the cab. <laughs> and we was like, what the fuck? Like, he's already... Because we hadn't seen him in like two yeah. hours. Yeah. And, Had he been riding around with Don Don? Well, we get in there, <laughs> and apparently... Garrett had called him up, and he just ended up going and riding around with him on his shift. 
or what just working his shift with him. <laughs> like, hey, Don, <laughs> well, that's where we Need realized that yeah, was like, like I'd get your ass later. Man, because I was like, man, Don, have you had a busy night or whatever? And he's like, oh, yeah. He's kind of had a, like a Yankee accent. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, gonna going to get you guys home. And, you know, I've been over here and over there. And then Garrett was like, but no, man, we got to go pick up these two guys on Hunt Street. They <laughs> called you all ago, and we've got to take them over there to <laughs> – like he was over here like co-piloting apparently <laughs> – him and his wife got into it so bad that he just went and started hanging around and riding the <laughs> riding with, with the cab driver. So <laughs> how much would Don Don charge you to take you from here to Landmark? Oh, back then, I mean, there might say there'd be four of us. Might be like thirteen dollars nice. or something like that. I mean, between four people, pay the same thing to oh, go yeah. home, and he'd come up there. Well, dude, one night he. You know, it, I'd been putting in a night of it, and he and this is when he was coming to get us. Yeah, and like we had already been at their house hanging out all day, and then we decided we was gonna go out to the bar and shit. So you'd you'd put down some brewskis. It had been a day yeah. already, and then we was gonna go out to the. Well, he gets there, and you know it was cold. It was winter time. He picks us up, and we take off. And he's smoking those damn little yep. Derringer cigarettes thing. Yep. And he's got the windows uh, up, all the way up. He's got, like, the ashtray thing there in his oh, cup holder. Man. Got the heat blowing where it's just circulating Yes. Oh. And, you know, there's, like, fucking cat hair and shit in there. And, all, <laughs> and, and it was just like, and, dude, those little cigar things stink They're so awful, damn man. bad. They're like, awful. What awful? I've taken it, one puff of one one time because I thought, dude, it's at eighty-seven cents a pack. Yeah, it's cheap. I grabbed a pack. I grabbed three packs. Drank, and I was going to drink that night. Half a cigarette, and I was like, nope. Yeah, I went and got some. No, I think they're just like Sorry. scraping up shit off Sorry, the floor I, at Colton's and rolling those up or something and making those things. <laughs> it's awful. But we got to going, and we left their house, and I was like trying to roll the window down. The window roll, wouldn't roll down. And I was like, hey, Don, unlock the window. I'm going to roll this window down. Oh, fuck no. It's too cold out there. We can't oh do that. I was like, oh, God. no, dude. I was like, I got I to gotta get some air back here, bro. Yeah. And he just kept on. <laughs> and anyways, he wouldn't do it. And I started getting dizzy. Like from all oh, the and all that, and it was just making me sick. I ended up just opening up the door and puking out of his car. No, on that shit. right there by Harmon Playfield is around there. Did he, like, he didn't stop. He just kept rolling. Oh no, he like when I opened the fucking door. Like that's I guess that's what I had to do for him to take me seriously. Like, yeah. bro, you're killing me back here. Yeah. So I just opened the door of the car. I don't know. I I thought about just getting just rolling out like the dude in Big Lebowski just just taking a roll. Now I would have done anything to get out of it, but he pulled oh, over dude. there at North uh, North End Gas Station. Never rolled them damn windows down. I just got out of the car and took about thirty seconds to huff in some of that good air, <laughs> and then I got back in there and we. We uh, uh, uh we continued the mission with no with no windows down like that was it. No 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 windows down. Oh it, my it was awful. God. Talking nostalgic about New Year's Eve got me thinking back to like because that's like one of those days like Christmas Thanksgiving you kind of remember where you were certain years you know I don't remember what I'm doing on December 11th eight years ago 
but I can probably nail down pretty close what I was doing on New Year's Eve, right? But I was dating this girl back before I was married, and I, I, I'm just wondering if y'all have ever heard of this tradition. So we were riding around. I was dating this girl, and we were with her sister and her sister's husband. And he had a truck not too dissimilar from yours, man, yeah. except it was green. Yeah. You remember those green, the, yep. the, 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 the green GMC color. or yep. Chevy green they used to have? Hunter green. Yep. So we's out cruising the back roads around Rob, Light, Stanford, Della Plain, drinking beers. And I, me and her was in the back, you know, drinking it up and, you know, smoking cigarettes and get, <laughs> getting all handsy, <laughs> listening to, you know, Listening to Bon Jovi. I was about to say, was this the, uh, what, our poison? Poison. poison. I bet I had some, uh, did you have some some finger banging going on? So, turned in about midnight, we're out on 412, the guy whips into Miss Addie's. The guy driving, redneck dude, red, good dude, but redneck. He's like, all right, everybody kiss, get out of the truck. I'm like, what the fuck? He made us kiss, get out of the truck, and then he had to run around the truck and get back in. Why? So, I don't know. Supposedly, that's an old tradition. You get out, you kiss, you run around the vehicle and get back in. I don't know. I don't know. This I wasn't my dad, was it? <laughs> no, that's awfully close to my dad's house. And no. I, no. But anyway, that's... we did that, and I got back in and got back to my beer drinking and, you know, backseat lovings. Huh. That's no, I've awfully never heard of that. odd request. Yeah. I'd have told him to get fucked. Start. I mean, maybe he was helping your situation out a little bit. I mean, I didn't need any help, but they did it too. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It was weird. Jason, he probably already had it just kind of just he, had. I just had it to where it was just starting to starting to soak and bleed through yeah. them guest jeans. Yeah, with the, the button fly. They were lawman jeans. Oh, lawman. You remember the lawman jeans? Oh, I do. I do. My mom used to wear them. It took the right girl to pull them off. But if some girls could pull them off. Like, remember the old, remember like in the early 90s, or was it the mid-90s when early girls wore the real low-cut jeans? Yeah. Where the end seems like, like some girls could pull that off. Yeah. Some of the girls couldn't. The old Britney Spears But now it's not like the other way. The high-waisted. The high-waisted. Dude, everything. Nothing is new under the sun. Everything. Nope. And the the mullets in. And you know what's crazy? Like, we've seen all this before. And like the kids that are doing it now. Oh, and never, dude, in twenty years you'll see it they, again. Yeah, yeah, they never lived. I've it. seen it like, so two or three times. It. I've seen it twice now. This is my second go around with shit coming back. Well, see, now. like when I was in high school, people would dare people to go and cut yeah, their no, hair no, into mullets and stuff from like an ironic standpoint. Yeah, I'm talking like about when a, we were kids to look. Oh were, yeah, like little kids. Were prevalent. Yes, and now they're prevalent again. Like how many ever years later? We're seeing it again. All these people growing mullets. They've never. Oh even, yeah, we'll see. Now the cool, the cool kids are doing it yeah. now. Yeah. Back then, like even when we were in high school, like at that point, it was a joke to have one. If a dude come into school with one, kind of like how we'd all, we used to all dress really fucked up and go to the high school basketball yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. We'd go to the uh, children's home thrift store and the abilities, abilities yeah. and all these yeah. plays. We would buy some of the stupidest shit and we would put it on just for like the the wow factor oh, yeah. from people. Plus like jackass was like a big thing. Oh, yeah. Like during those days, yep. that was when that was first coming out. And people were just oh, acting so fucking people, silly. Yeah, people Before we take be a break. Falling out of the stands. Before we're we taking take a breaks. Break. Before we take a break, I 
I just got to say, and I will—I don't know that we've had this conversation. Let's we have might it. have, but I don't know. I will Let's die on this it. hill. Now, everything is fluid. My opinion could change in the future. Mm-hmm. But as of today, I will die on this hill. My generation, Generation X, especially people my age, the fucking best, man. I was born in 73. So by the time 1980 what? got here, I was six or seven. What you, I was yeah. starting school in 1980. That's pretty good. So, you know, in 84 or 83, 82, the original Atari come out. So are you saying the things happening around you were the best or yes. that y'all were the best? No, no, no. Well, okay. our situation was the best. Yeah, gotcha. You we got had great music. and yes. after. You know, we've had great music. You know, um, I grew up with technology because by the time I was seven or eight, the Atari 2600 was out. Yeah. And like you went, you'd love staying at a friend's house that had one of those. And then a few, and you know, I remember when the original Nintendo come out, I was in seventh or eighth grade. Again, yeah. the perfect age for getting into that shit. Man. Yeah. yeah. Me and Jeremy yeah. Cox, Micah Thompson, dude, we were heavy in that shit. So I saw a lot of firsts. I saw a lot of firsts, especially yeah. technology wise, because when I lived at home, and I know I've said this before, even when I was in high school, dude, we didn't have caller ID. When your phone rang, you had no idea who it was. It was almost yeah. kind of exciting. Yeah. Sometimes oh, you yes, had no idea. And, you know, if I if it was Friday night at 630 and I called one of my buddies' house, and I'd be like, hey, is Micah home? No, Micah's been gone for about an hour. All right. I was like, okay. There's only about five places this motherfucker can be. Exactly. So and I so got in my car, and we started cruising town looking around, yeah. you know? And then me and my friends, though, we got ahead of the curve. We got CBs. Oh, yeah. So I could get in there and be like, you know, hey, snowman, you got your ears on? This is peanut. You know? And we, you know. <laughs> did but, you make the <laughs> sound? No, there? no, it automatically did that. Oh, okay. But don't, yeah, but anyway. Don't let me know. I'm just saying. We, yeah. Was you come shot? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you said it right. We saw a lot of first. Like, oh, yeah. When I was in high school, I, when I was a senior, we had one computer in the high school that had internet access. And it was in the library, and you had to sign up for 15-minute increments on the computer. Like, oh, oh, two o'clock's open. And then mm-hmm. you get in there, and you'd, it was the dial-up. Yeah. So it took five minutes to load anything. And then the other kid that's after you is here waiting on you to get done. And I don't know, man. It's just stuff has gone so fucking fast. And then, like, you would pull up some picture or whatever, and it would just bloop. But, oh, yeah, but yeah, it would just like bleep down, and you would wait and wait and wait on a titty or something, or just like oh, just dude. something. Just like, and if you wanted to see a pussy, you're going to be waiting a long time. Yeah, oh, a yeah. titty will have to do. Dude, I used to download on Napster like the the two minute videos that would take for fucking ever. That would take days to download, man. And oh, I never had any kind of computer capable of oh, doing the videos dude. off of Napster. Yeah. And my buddy Nick, he had the capability. He was the first one. Like, his parents were all into, like, technology yeah. and shit. So he had the best internet at the at the great. Like, we were still in dial-up. He was in town. He had, like, he had f- the first cable, I think it was, mm-hmm. that first come around. DSL, yeah, whatever. That first DSL ethernet shit, yeah. yeah. And he downloaded uh, Black Sheep, Sky Diamond. Lopez, something. Oh, it was Deep Inside Sky Lopez. It was the whole porno. Oh. It had like five scenes or whatever. And he burned that shit to a DVD and gave it to all of his buddies. 
I was one of his He was buddies. a prophet. Dude, he, he, like, he, like, he was a prophet. Nick was like the the saint. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you don't owe me a thing, buddy. Here you go. Like, I didn't even have to buy it. He was just Isn't like, it amazing that we got this awesome new technology that we can look anything up we've ever wanted to know, and one of the first things we do with it is look up porn. Hell yeah. And these are kids, man. I was like, I was like 13, 14. I was just now, you know, I was 12 and 13 is where I started figuring it out. No wonder like, aliens don't well, visit 14 and 15. Talking, I was like. Talking about the internet and I was like porn and stuff like that. I was I was reading somewhere the other day. Or I don't know. If, what am I talking about? I don't read shit. Uh, I was probably listening to a podcast or something, and they were talking about that like porn the porn industry were always the pioneers of all of the newest technology. Like yeah. they were the first people to uh, ever, ever, ever upload things like to stream and shit like that. They were the first people to ever do like HD, like, you know, streaming. And like, they've always been on the forefront of that because there's so much and uh, like so much money in it. Yes. Well, all the advertising. I'm kind of asking this in a in a funny way, but I'm kind of asking it in a genuinely genuinely curious way. Are there stream? I know there is on your computer, but like on your smart TV, are there apps you can get to stream porno? Is there a Netflix for pornos? Yes, there is apps. Yeah, is there it a is. Hulu for pornographic? I'm not going to get it before. But like on Android, you can download apps. Like you can download porno apps, and then like then like. On a computer, of course, you can download those apps too. But like on TV, they've got the uh, yeah. It's like Netflix, but you subscribe to it or whatever. Well, see, yeah. I heard from a friend that you can just like go and do this thing on your phone, on Android phones. That's like these smart view things, and it's kind of like the uh, like you pull up whatever, and it's not casting. <laughs> You know, like you cast shit to the TV because you can do that too. But you can completely, I can just mirror, I probably sound like an idiot for saying that because it's probably old technology. But you can, there's a thing on my phone called Smart, or a thing on my friend's phone called Smart View (laughs) that you can just mirror your phone to To the the TV TV and just everything. Like, look which I had a good time with the other night. I was going back and looking at a lot of my old videos oh, and nice. shit that I've yeah, got on my phone and pictures. It's always good. Things look awesome on the TV. Oh, yeah, that, they, that like you see. Like when it's big. Normal. Yeah. And like some of the videos that I've taken of people playing music and shit like that. Yeah, like, see, I go to Those like, look great on the TV. It uploads on the cloud, so I'll just instantly go to iCloud and I'll watch it on uh, my computer at work. I got those like bigger screens at work. Man, it's good. But like, as far all as the like vidges a, and stuff we take, it's good like stuff. Like a porn app. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's plenty of I them. I mean, they're yeah. they're they're on top of it. I mean, you can download the Pornhub app, I'm sure, and just view it whenever you want to. Go to your Google Play Store. See what see what's happening over yeah. there. I can just we'll go to my history break. and find anything I want. Let's let's Goodness. do it a break. Just kidding. I would love to go there and show him my butthole sometime. We should go sometime. We should just take like a vacation day from work and just surprise Jason and go show up one day show and be like, levels. hey, give us a tour. Class, we have special yeah, guests yeah. today. Give Mr. Matt and Mr. Dude, Andrew are going to we'll show do. you their buttholes. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys spend a lot of time on Reddit or not. Do y'all spend any time on Reddit? 
I have only because you have told me I need to be on Reddit. So yeah, I, I dig it. So I'm on and, Facebook, and which I, do I don't get like on it. much. I'm on Instagram, which I get on a little. But I like Reddit because there's all kinds of subreddits. Like you can follow any kind of subreddit you want. It's like whatever. Think of a topic, they got it. So I follow one called Ask the Internet. And every once in a while, most of it's goofy shit, but every once in a while I run into one that makes me chuckle. And if it makes me chuckle, I want to save it and share it with y'all. Yeah. And this yep. is a good one. You're a burglar, but you can only steal things to slightly inconvenience your victims. Oh. What are you stealing? Oh, yeah. If, like, say if it was Andrew, what am I stealing from I Andrew? I got one. And I've had time to think about this. So to I've got slightly a slightly inconvenience? Yes. Yeah, I, I got one. But I've had time to think about this. The rack's out of the oven. Oh. oh, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be a, that would be a slide. Like you could live without it, but boy, you'd miss it, for, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, that would. That would Man, every time I try to think of stuff, I always try to think of the best thing, and what to slightly don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. I, Just give I, me yeah. what do you what's a, what are you immediately thinking of? What, the, the first gonna, thing I thought of was toilet paper. Good answer. Like that yeah, just take all roll of toilet paper that you can find, and then just sit back like a fly on the wall and wait for Andrew to be like. You'd have to grab. Oh you'd have to grab the paper towels too like, in the Kleenex. Uh, glad I woke up at four thirty this morning. I got to take a massive shit, and then he walks into the bathroom. And he's like, Bruh. and then like five minutes later, he's freaking out because he doesn't have any TP. To slightly inconvenience. Exactly I do. mean, you could always just steal remotes. Uh, you take remotes out of people's house where they couldn't use. Um, remotes would be very inconvenient. My TV only has that little bitty dot on the center, and you got to fuck with the button to make it do anything. That'd be awful. Because I um, use the TV a lot. I thought of a toaster, but a lot of people don't use a toaster. Yeah, like we have a toaster. Yeah. I might use that toaster quarterly. That wouldn't slightly well, yeah. inconvenience you'll you. You'll get into something that uses the toaster, and then you're kind of back out of it. That's the way I do it. Yeah, because, yeah. Like right now, we're into Eggos, and like you had waffles. We've been eating the shit out of some waffles. But as soon as my kids get out of the waffles and they don't want those anymore, I'll probably put that toaster up and not use it for a year. Um, my, I don't know about some people's, but like my central heat and air in there, like I can just take the, uh, face off of the, uh, <laughs> off of the control panels nice. of it. You know, like back in the day when people worried about getting their CD players stolen <laughs> yeah, and shit, you, you just date, take, you, you take the face yep. off of it yep. and it, it would just kind of camouflage it in there. Uh -huh. You just take... I think I can actually do that with my heat and air unit. That sure would be uh, that sure would be a booger. Um, yeah, that would that would suck. The locks yeah, you wouldn't die, but it would be doors. inconvenient. The yeah. locks on the doors. Ooh, that would be very inconvenient, especially to people who like have to have it. Or how about down just all the windows? That would be more than a minor inconvenience. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, that would be a major inconvenience. <laughs> like, okay. If if the locks were gone, you'd have Point to jam made. shit in front of the doors to feel comfortable to go to sleep and all that. So now the thing is, but I'm not one of them people who have to have everything locked either. There's a whole so lot of people in, that have way you know. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to get into other people's mind. I'm overanalyzing this. I'm trying to get into other people's mind because some people use like way more shit than I do. I like to think I live pretty simple. There's a lot of things you could do here that could that would inconvenience me, like just coming in here and taking all the lighters or yeah, something see, out of the house, and I have an electric stove. <laughs> that's why I, I can't saying. just is like it, light a. Is it per, that's a good is one? It, no, is that it works. person specific? Sure. At first, sure. because oh, yeah. if it was Andrew, that's what I was saying. Toilet paper. Yeah, you take sure. All the toilet paper and. Watch like a fly on the wall because it would be funny. If you came in here and took the HDMI cable away from that TV and sound bar right there, I would be extremely pissed. Oh, yeah. Because that's the only HDMI cable that I have in the house, I think. I had it rigged up on one of the uh, the optical cables that go from there to the TV. Yeah. And then, dude, I felt like an old man the other day. Kason and his girlfriend, Haley, was over here. And... Because I'd been using that thing, like, been using this remote for the TV and then the soundbar remote for the soundbar. Yeah. In case, and he's like, you know, you can uh, use one remote that just works <laughs> both of those at the same time. He's yeah. like, you do the TV arc thing or whatever, yeah. and instead of that optical cable, we'll just take that out, and you put an HDMI cable from that to that. You, you plug it in the TV arc thing or whatever, and now, just like that, it all works from this. Nice. Like, nice. you can do all your sound settings still from the other remote. Yeah. But then I can just stick that in the drawer because all that's set. And then you just do it with it. That was my old person. Dude, I'm telling you, like, that's going to happen. that's going to happen to us more and more and more and more. And I try real hard. I'm very proactive in trying. And I think this goes back to my Gen X upbringing and being the first with all this stuff. I try really hard to stay up on technology. But, man, there's so much of it's it. It's tough. It's man. tough, man. Even in, like, this phone right here that I have, like, even back when I – because it's completely different for me anyway. Like, even just getting a new phone mm -hmm. and a person like me that has so many pictures and videos of random shit and different stuff and all that – like saved on my phone that I want to keep. Sometimes it's hard to transfer all that. And my my oldest stepson Eli, you need to just save it all to Google Photos. It uploads there. It syncs every day. Well, whatever I, picture or video you got uploads to that. You I log think in Gmail, that's what ended it. up happening. I'm not sure, but like uh, oldest boy Eli, like he's a uh, computer programmer, and his buddy. And him, Aaron, and his, I'm sorry, his buddy Aaron was over here. And uh, I'd just gotten this new phone and it was perfect because, like, that's what these fucking cats do for a living. Both of, like, anyways, so I had the box that it came in the mail, the new phone, and I had my old phone and I handed both of those things to Aaron and I said, make, make this my work. new phone. Yeah. And I was amazed. That like he did all that shit, and I got in that phone, and it had fucking everything, like yeah. the background, everything, like everything yeah. was in there. Yeah, because now technical, like high tech folks that keep everything like in the same spot, like what you're talking about with the Google Photos and all this. Yeah, I get how that's an easy transition. But I'm out here just in the wild, wild west on this thing. There's shit that I have saved to an SD card and shit that I have saved to the phone that I don't even yeah. know about. And just, 
it's all mixed up. And yeah. every time that I've ever gotten a new phone, there's always been some kind of shit lost, like in the thing. He did that, and it was just like I had everything. Yeah. Yeah, I had shit that I forgot about even having. Well, see, that's what I keep all of my stuff backed up to the cloud. And so all of my stuff is is on, like, I can go to iCloud.com and then type in my number, and then it does a dual authentication, and then, boom, I'm in, and I get to see all my pictures and videos and all that. And, like, they automatically <laughs> save there. So it doesn't matter what phone I'm using. If I log into this phone as me and get it tied to my number, it just automatically Yeah, that's how Google works on Android. Yeah, they have Google Photos. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. When I take a picture, it'll sync tonight and drop that picture in my Google Photos. And I can yeah. go in there and sort by album, sort by date, sort by whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. It is pretty nice. The only way to fly, man. Yeah. You see. need to get into it. Just, that's just a little bit. I'll tell you what I thought is crazy on phone. And like I said, I I know I'm I'm a low tech piece of shit, but like when I realized <laughs> certain things, there's like, you know, I you can go to your Google timeline or whatever. And dude, you can literally I can look back in through in my email, like going to the Google timeline thing day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute for yeah. the last Six years, I can look back and see where I've went and what I've done every single day of every... Soaking the government. Hey, that's fine. I don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck about me. You're, you're probably hit at their Christmas party. They just, hey, we're going to watch 30 minutes of Andrew's life now. Everybody sit no, back it was, grab a cocktail. <laughs> it was interesting because, like, I oh, was in his car singing again. Remember the other day how I told y'all, I was like, well, hell, last year at New Year's Eve when we played at Skinny J's, because we, we, we was trying to figure out how long we played or whatever. Dude, I went to that, and I went to my phone, and I went to 1231 of 21 and saw the map, and it shows like, oh, I was at this business, Skinny J's, from 5.32 p.m. until 10.11 p.m., and then we went over to Ben Mooneyham's house. And then I'll, like, dude, I can, my shit's all out there. That is crazy, isn't it? It is. It's wild. But That's at the same because, time. But the thing is, that information is so valuable. Like, yeah, if I was trying to be. money for that. It, I mean, well, it'd be, it'd be pretty damn valuable to me, too, if, if I was ever fucking accused of something that I didn't do or whatever. Like, True story. It, it makes you think of just how big accountability is now. Like, you can't do nothing, dude. And there was people that thought the COVID vaccine was giving them That's what always got me. You know, like they're, they don't gonna, even... they're going to track me. Yeah. Sheila, they can already track you. Yeah. yeah. Harold. Yeah. Set the fuck down, Harold. Yeah. Harold. Harold. Uh, I went. Uh, I went for a little walk on the uh, eight mile track. On you said nice. on January the first. You said you didn't do shit all day. I didn't either. It was January the second that I, that I got up and I was like, dude, I got to go do some. I got to. Well, here <laughs> here's the thing that actually happened. It was the second January the second, which was on the Monday. So I got up that morning, and it was like. 
I don't know, nine, ten o'clock in the morning, and I had this check from Skinny J's burning a hole in my pocket, and I was like, I'm going to take that to the fucking bank, and I'm going to go and deposit this in my account, cash it, whatever. And then whop, I'm going to tell you all a moment of a little bitchness that yeah. I had yeah. that I had to call myself out on immediately. I left the house, you know, just just right down the road, went down here to the Reynolds Road, First National Bank, went to go there, and I saw that they were closed. And immediately, I got pissed. I was like, motherfucker, are you kidding? Hell, New Year's Day was yesterday and all that. And I had to stop myself right then. I was like, hey, asshole. You're all boy. <laughs> the reason that I'm here at the bank is because I'm off work for the same reason that they're off work today. And you, it's crazy. You checked yourself uh, before you wrecked yourself. That's exactly what I did. But it, it was just... So anyways, I was like, well, I'm going to go over here and get me a pack of smokes over here at the tobacco store. And I did that. And then I was already thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm going to go back home and I'll probably just end up being a lazy piece of shit. I was like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go take a damn walk. I'm not even in my comfortable shoes. But I'm going to just drive right a little bit further down here to Rotary Park. And Good for park you. There, and I was going to go walk at the eight mile. So, of course, I couldn't do it without having to tell anybody about it. So I think I'd send a text to you and told and told you, like, hey, I'm out here. I think I got walking. a Snapchat. The, oh, yeah, actually. I sent you, like, a Snapchat that I was out there walking. I had I, I didn't want to just do it and nobody know about so it. So you were at the trail at Rotary. <laughs> yeah. Started where at the Rotary. starts yeah. at, yeah. yeah. And, um, and also at the time, uh, my buddy Ben Hall, he had messaged me a little bit earlier or something, and I told him, I was like, well, as a matter of fact, I came out here to walk a little bit at the eight miles. So I'm sitting here walking and just listening to my headphones and texting and just yeah. doing my thing, walking about this time, probably going under the bridge there by Popeye's. And I'm walking and chugging along. And then he and Ben ends up texting me, and he was like, oh, well, I just got done doing some uh, – jo- dude, this guy goes and fucking runs and jogs yeah. every yeah. day, yeah. every day. He's like, oh, well, I'll be damned. I just left uh, Harmon Park. I was jogging or whatever. Shit, I would have come out there and joined you. He's like, are you still out there? I was like, yeah, I just got out here. Still walking. In any ways, he was like, all right, well, I'll head out there. I was like, oh, okay. So, I mean, I'm just going to keep on walking. I'm not just going to stop out there on the I'll wait trail. here. Yeah. And so I just keep on walking and all that. And then eventually I see a text from him. He's like, so, like, are you at the fire station yet or whatever? And I was like, no, I'm not at the fire station. Like, I can see it here where I'm at. And I just put my phone back in my pocket, and I keep on going on and on. <laughs> Start getting up there behind the fire station. And I happen to look back, and I look way back there, and I can see him just hoofing it, going up there. <laughs> and I was thinking, holy fuck, he's fast. Because anyways, and he's running and running. And but so by God, by the time I got to the fire station, he just comes right up on me. And as soon as he gets up there, he's like, hey, man, man, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. So he's not out of breath. No, not at all. It's fucking savage. I was, and I, right. the, I was thinking, I was like, man, this Meanwhile, guy. Andrew's got a cigarette. Yeah. 
Oh, no. I thumped one out right before I got out of the uh, car, before I started walking. I'd already had, but I'd already been damning myself because I didn't bring one or like a joint or something with me because that'd be a nice little walk. Yeah. Go out there and burn one down and just walk along old Kirkfield runway out there. Yep. But no, dude, that like put some shit into perspective for me that day when he caught up to me like that and he'd been fucking running, not out of breath at all. He's like, hey, what's going on? And I was like, holy shit, dude. First off, I'm pretty sure <laughs> he is about 14 years older than me. Yeah. Because I think he yeah. just turned 50. Nice. So he's about my age. Yeah, a little like maybe a year or two older than you, I think. But that was just like, man, I feel like a real sack of shit. Like here I am, you know. I'm done cussing at the bank so for much. being closed. Yeah. Now I'm out here getting my ass I've whipped by an old man. Being a little bitch, and I get out there walking and hear this <laughs> fucking guy half my age more yeah. than me comes out there just running. It's like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> but I mean it's just how things work. He yeah. does that because he does that every day. Yeah. And all that like but hey, I would like to when it starts getting like warmer and more sunny, I would like to go walk some of that you know a, a few times a week. Oh, it's very nice. We we carried on walking and you know, we walked under what's that 49 north over there by the fire station. And my plan was I was just going to go all the way to Goodman's Grocery and then back. Sure. Good but trick. we got about halfway between 49 and Goodman's. It was kind of in that area. Of, remember where we saw the Purge guy? Oh, yeah. The yeah, yeah. I know exactly oh, where you're nice. It was behind Westview point, Baptist Church. And I started a couple getting episodes it. ago. Here we go. I started getting a shit pain. Like, fuck, dude, it happens every time I get out there. But it's I mean. You always get a shit. Oh, I know. But it's. Well, it's because I went out there in the morning after a night of going hard in the paint with the beer. Probably some coffee. <laughs> oh, oh, there was definitely coffee. Like, I had a hot it cup of coffee. It gives think of the shoe buds. I know, but, dude, when I get to start walking and all that, and you get just clunk. I got flat feet, so it's just like a knock every yeah. time I hit the thing. And yeah, so it's just like too. a ketchup bottle, just yeah. shaking it yeah. down. And... I started having like a shit pain, and I'm like, dude, I'm not going to go all the way down here to Goodman's because I've heard they're closed. Saw it on Reddit. Yeah. And then nice. I just turned around, and we we just walked all the way back to uh, Rotary. And, you know, it's crazy. You know how there's like those farts that happen? It's not a fart, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a fart that happens inside, inside of your like, stomach. Whoa. It goes, Whoa. and yeah. then a shit pain can just go away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happened nice. while we were walking back. And then we even got back to Rotary Park. We talked for a little while. Ended up getting the car to go home. Here it comes. And, dude, as soon as I like, get by Walmart, <laughs> bam, it's there again. It's back. <laughs> so it was a come and go shit. It was. I, I walked right in there to come and go, and I had to go in there and, and do the do. See, I love and I do live closer like than that. you, but if I was at come and go, I would have gone all the way to K Street. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, if I'm anywhere close to my house, it just, I mean, I can hold it. All, even if it's diarrhea. Like, there's been very, very few times that I can't hold a shit in. Like, I have to get in the bathroom right now. That happens maybe 
once every two years. I don't know that I've shit my pants in quite some time, but I have gotten home with shit in my pants before, See, like just a little shark. Yeah, that's like I'm I like I can hold it, and I'm like, and I'm driving eighty down Reynolds Road. You got the air, you got the air conditioner on. Oh, it's too cold. You turn the heat on. Oh, it gets too hot. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like. <laughs> Have you ever been driving and had to shit so bad that you just had to turn the radio down? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't even listen to this guy yeah. singing right now. Dude. Like well, I've I, went in manually and had to hold it. Like, I held it. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's no way I can I've had, to, I've had to put my hand on my butthole as I'm driving and like wow. keeping it. Keeping I don't have that there. kind of dexterity when I'm driving. Like you can do that, and you can feel the pressure. Like it, it, it helps hold, man. I I hate to talk about poo all night, but I want to ask y'all this because I'm curious. I love it because there are people that seriously battle with this, and I've never had any sympathy for them because I didn't get it. Because it doesn't happen to me. Knock on wood. Yeah. Have either one of y'all ever been? Like severely constipated, no. where you cannot go. I didn't figure, but yeah, no. I haven't either. Okay, now my wife has, for a random reason. Like she's had. I mean, not trying to divulge. Is that, <laughs> is that the word? Is that the yes? Okay, that's right. No, you got an old auntie. Well, I mean, <laughs> like I, that's just a thing. Like I remember that's happened with her before, like in the past, and I just can't imagine. Like I just. No, I can't imagine that because people I shit that I so know regularly. People that I know have dealt with it in the past, and I was just like, "Oh, pff. I mean, I poop three times a day. I can, I can probably accurately tell you tomorrow, give what or time? take thirty minutes. Yes, any time, what too. time I'm on a move? Nine o'clock. You know, nine o'clock usually. But today was a little later. I have been constipated a few times, and it's awful when you have one that you need to go, but when you sit down. It will not go. And, yeah. it, dude, it hurts behind I your nuts. Oh, yeah. And it's just, dude, I'm I telling you. people have to deal with that. Yeah. I've never had. <laughs> I mean, not ever so, that bad. So used to, you're saying you just didn't have sympathy for them. You're just like, oh, well, I have no problem. <laughs> That's going. exactly what so I'm saying. So have you ever just looked at a man in a wheelchair and been like, <laughs> you can't fucking walk? What? Well, I have no problem. Watch me. I'll just stand up and walk all around you here, sir. Oh, man. I don't That's think awful. so. <laughs> I don't think so. But it's different. There's like, I don't know. It's not the same. It's not the same. I mean, when you put it like Jason that. Jason tap dancing around the man in a wheelchair. Yeah. When you put it like that, it doesn't sound too good. It's like but... from Ricochet. Come on, everybody. Stand up. Even you. Keep standing oh, up. Oh, my God. I that forgot about wheelchair. that. The We're guy. not going to talk about fucking Heath Wright again, are we? I called him Keith. He did call him Keith. <laughs> Keith. Let's start calling him Keith Wright. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Keith, we, dude, we should set up a podcast interview sometime and have him be our first celebrity oh, guest do on it. and do dude, like a. Um, you, you're in charge of reaching out to him. And just keep calling Find him, him on Instagram. Keith. Do like the do like the dude on Super Troopers when he kept saying meow, yeah, but man. like when you're talking to him, it's like all right. Uh, so uh, Keith, uh, <laughs> do you, and then you could do it like the dad from Son in Law and just call him a different fucking name every. Here's time. what I want to do. I want to do like a serious interview uh, for the first twelve minutes. All right, Kevin. Like what? Daddy's Money. I mean, big hit for you guys, man. I mean, that was 
top 10 hit in 1990, whatever. You know, really great song. So tell us about what you're doing. So tell us, when's the last time? What are oh, you yeah. doing now? Do it, and then be it, like, hey, you remember that one time that you pissed on that dude's car in Paragool? Yeah. Fucking asshole. Yeah. What's yeah. sad is he probably don't. No, he's like, no, what? what? He probably don't. What shithole town's Paragool? Because that's all they played at. Shithole towns. Yeah, like Paragold. Well, I don't want to say Paragold's a shithole town. Paragold's but not. I was about to say Paragold's like the best they perform at now. But they did do the Opry the other day. Our definition of shithole town isn't as unbecoming as what it sounds. <laughs> yeah, I love my think? town. I do, too. I, I do love our town. It's, it is a great town. And Heath Wright disrespected it, and that's why we don't like him. But <laughs> we bring him on our show. Come on now. All right. So, I've got to. Uh, I gotta say, have y'all saw? Have y'all saw people talking all all about the Marmaduke roundabout? Yeah, roundabout in in Marmaduke or whatever. I can speak personally to this issue. Oh, you've got a mar. You live. My wife yes. is from Marmaduke. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And the last time we went to play at Forest Roots, we went up through that area. Oh yeah, and went right. there, and she was like, "What in the fuck is this shit?" Ah, it's the Marmaduke. Roundabout. Marmaduke does not need this. This is dumb. I don't know. There ain't that much traffic, and I'm trying to be like, "Well, statistically speaking, roundabouts are much safer than four way stops." She's like, "But we don't need it," you know. And and she got all pissy, and I was like, "Okay, here's the deal. They got some money from the federal government to do infrastructure shit, and they had to do something. Yeah, and this is what they did. Yeah, they had." You know, $750,000 to spend on roads, and this is what they did. They spent $500,000 on this. But it is kind of weird. I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah. But Tina's pissed off about it. Dude, don't. Next time you see Tina, just don't don't act like we've talked about it and just be like, have y'all seen that new roundabout in in (laughs) Porter? I think that's cool as fuck. Dude, she will lose her shit. Next time, if you do it, and then the next time, I'll do it. So we get it. These people take such a. Like offense a personal to yes. offense to and all that. Like it's it's funny. I think it's first off. I think it's funny that this is the type of thing that a lot of people get all up in the fucking air about and shit. And I think it's hilarious, dude. It, I, it's it's funny. Yes, it's it's very funny. It's what they call in politics a snowball issue. A couple of people post on Facebook that they're pissed off. I don't know why I'm mad about this, but I'm fucking mad about it. And then people start commenting on it and be like, I didn't know I hated this, but you're right. I do hate this. I guarantee you they will take that out. Also, at some point, somebody will get elected because... I don't think so. I don't like this roundabout. I'll take it out if you elect me mayor. That's going to be their running point. No critical race theory. And no roundabouts. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. But, well, Make that's the thing cringy. is, I feel like this is probably like the beginning of a project that's probably not quite done or whatever. Oh, yeah. But yeah. the thing is, like Jason was saying, like, you know. They're cool. Well, it I was like confusing as hell to me, like, the first time I'd. You know, went into a city and there was a bunch like hell. For instance, Conway's got a shitload of them. Yeah, like Kenneth's down there, and it was confusing two. as hell. But like once you kind of figure it out, oh, I dude, had that I moment love of love. Like, it. Oh, well, this is this yeah, is the way this to do is it. Badass. We should have been doing this a long time ago. Exactly. Well, the thing is, there's a lot of people that just see, and I'm not. I, I'm 
I'm not talking about Tina, but I guess I am. I'm not. I'm not saying because I'm talking about a lot of people. But damn it, Tina. On just instances like that, and then so I many other instances, I think people look at things with such a narrow set of goggles. Because most of the time, when you're driving through Marmaduke, it's just you and it's just you and one other car driving through there. You're like, "This is fucking stupid," and all that. Yeah. But I think a lot of these people haven't seen these things operating in like full yeah, capacity, in full yeah. capacity, and all that, and see they're like, "Oh, I get it." So I would think people, I would think people would want to be more excited about getting something like. Here's one of the problems with that one, and. Next time we play at Forest Roots here in a few weeks and y'all drive up there, you're going to notice exactly what I'm talking about. Can we stop and get our about. picture made in the Marmaduke yes. roundabout? But they didn't make idea. it big that enough for 18 wheelers to like make the turn. It's not. Yeah. So they made it to where 18 wheelers can drive over the hump in the middle. <laughs> they didn't make the hump. They, <laughs> I'm telling you, this. Yeah. So they made the anyway. hump in the middle real small because. Uh, next time you're up there and driving it in your car or truck, oh, be like, shit. there ain't no way a 53-foot 18-wheeler could make this oh, little yeah. jaunt, you know? Yeah. But they've designed it to where they just boom, 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 go over it. And a lot of the guys don't like that. Well, but here's what I'm thinking, though. I won, Like I said a while ago, I wonder if that's just the start of a project that they've got going. And, like, right now, that's how it works or whatever. But, like, Maybe. I wonder if they've got other plans. I don't think so. Of, Dude, I think what they got is what they got. The ones, uh, they've got a few in North Carolina, like where Stacy's from. And when we go there, I fucking love them, man. And people, when when you get a bunch of people that understand how they work, it's flawless. Like, Would you rather do that like, or sit at a stop sign at 5 o'clock when there's dude, 18 people in front of exactly. you? Exactly. Much rather, right. I mean... You, it keeps the traffic flowing. Traffic like, keeps on flowing. If, if if you're not an idiot, and most people aren't when they're going through them that know what they're doing, I mean, you've got an exit, so to speak. So, I mean, anytime you just stick to your left lane until you see your road and you exit. like that's You yield it. to your left when you're getting into it, and then you just wait to take your exit yeah. out of and it, then, wherever that may be, exactly. whether it's on it's directly ahead of you. I will say there's a little learning curve. You know, it takes a time or well, two to do it. I'm going to have yeah. to stop you right there, Jason. A lot of people don't want to learn anything these yeah, days. Exactly. No, but nobody wants to. You have to admit that the first time you did it, you was like, what the fuck is this? It's intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people don't want to learn how to. If they would spend 15 minutes figuring it out, Exactly. They'd Jump cool. on YouTube. Well, Just lot watch of, how they work. It's a great. lot of folks, including myself. Sometimes you know you can be intimidated by something that you don't understand, and you can. That's fucking deep. An easy, an easy way to dismiss it to be like, oh, that's fucking stupid. Oh, I don't get it. I'm not gonna ever get this. Well, good luck, retards, because that's stupid. Like but you know, who voted that Democrat in? Right, dump more Democrats, more like. Yeah, um, liberals. But, no, I, I just thought that, I thought of that the other day, and I jotted that down in my little, uh, my notes here about the Marmaduke roundabout, because I, you see all kinds of people, like I saw this one meme shared around, and it was like the Forrest Gump, and he was standing there, and it was like, I'm not a real smart man, but I didn't put a roundabout in Marmaduke or whatever, and it was just yeah. getting the shit shared out of it and all that. Maybe I'm a comedy snob or something, but I was like, it's not even that fucking funny. No. Like, you could have done better than that. No. Like, I don't know. And 
I don't know. It's the, it, I guess it's just those type of people that share that shit. I'm not a smart man, guy. and I also don't fucking understand roundabouts. <laughs> like, you know. Well, it, I mean, it, once you understand it, and, and I know Marmaduke's a little... A little bit of a small environment for... They're not ready for my liberal pussiness and roundabout. We stop in Marmaduke, all right? Yeah, we stop here. Yeah. Look how beautiful it is. You got to stop. Look at it. Yeah, you won't... They're going to start wearing like octagon stickers. (laughs) Red (laughs) octagon stickers. (laughs) Or they're going to go on... I support the stop sign. They're going to go on a strike and they're all just going to start going through the semi part of... Elect me, elect me mayor. And the mayor stickers are stop signs. And Jason, you was one to get into politics. Henceforth, this roundabout shall be a four-way stop. Take take (laughs) Tina home, baby. Take Tina home. Sell the house. Go up to Marmaduke. Build you one and then have be mayor of Marmaduke. I'm going to send that roundabout to hell. Hell yeah. Where it belongs. Where it comes We're going to have a public hanging of the roundabout. Hell yeah. Yes. We haven't figured out the logistics just yet, but well, it's metaphorically going to die. And here's the thing also that it it really upsets me to see people like, oh, this is stupid. They, they don't know what they're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing and all that. And I'm thinking like, these people... Doing and constructing all this shit are way fucking smarter than you are. These engineers, a that are civil engineering this stuff degree with a is, master's degree in applied statistics uh, or applied math or physics. Do you yeah, think okay. he gives a fuck when he gets online and he sees blah blah blah? blah. These guys are stupid. Oh, He's probably just like, <laughs> all right, you know, like it all. It all goes to the whole thing of. Uh, did you ever watch, if you haven't watched it, we'll watch it when we get done podcast, but did you ever watch the Neil Brennan bit on the, uh, like the military, you know, all these people that think, by God, I'm going to have all my guns because God damn it, we might need to stand up against the military one of these days. I don't know. Yeah. I would love all to. See. All right. Well, we'll when oh, we get, dude, that's a good let's do that done and we'll, uh, we'll do that. I think love now's it. a good time to do that. Yeah, I think we can do it. Wow. So are we closing out for the evening? I let's, think so. Let's close it out for the yep. evening, buddy. Well, and scene. <laughs> <laughs> are you done? I don't know. What don't do you, have I, to be, hey, are, are we still rolling? It? Are you feeling it? Are you? Am still I feeling, feeling what? It? Are you feeling it? I'm feeling the it. love. I tell feel him, the tell love. him something good, Andrew. Yeah, leave us with oh, some wisdom. something good. Well, I'm not going to say Happy New Year. Give you us can't 30 seconds of Andrew's wisdom. Yeah, the uh, seventh day of the year. Uh, ooh. no, wait, today's the 11th day of the year, but I don't think you ought to say Happy New Year's after the first week. No, I but, think after that, it's just hey, I look forward to good things with you guys. I want to play good music. I look good, I look forward to things with the podcast. I think this is going to be fun. It's going for to the be people the year. that for the hey, this is going to be our year. <laughs> That's what Matt was saying in 2020. Oh, that, no, that, yeah. that didn't I happen. said 2020 was going to be our year in yeah. 2019. And then, you know, COVID come out in 2020 early. And boy, it just hey, fucked our 20 years. If, you know, if any of you had goals or anything you're wanting to try to do, fuck, man, keep on Bring doing some. Preach. Your, set yourself some attainable goals. And I don't even, I never even follow my own advice, but I'll say it from the rooftops. Set yourself some attainable goals. Oh, yeah. 
and just try to be pleasant to everybody around you. Don't be an asshole. A goal without a plan is just a dream, brother. That's, That's right, right. man. That's and right. just try to hold on to that. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's right. A piece you turn down is a piece you don't get. <laughs> All right, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. 